6.52, our Mad About Africa interview is in the building. Her name is Ansela Mangena. From the age of 11, she wanted to be a journalist reporting on African stories. Immediately after completing her honours degree in journalism at the University of Jersey in 2014, she was hired by Caxton Community Newspapers, where she worked for just over a year before being headhunted by Chris Bishop, Forbes Africa magazine founding editor. Since then, she's told many stories and earned multiple accolades. Amongst them, this November, Ansela won the Zimio Science and Technology Reporting Award. Last year, she won the CNN Multi-Choice Young Journalist of the Year Award, Sunlum Excellence in Financial Journalism Young Journalist of the Year Award, and was a finalist for the Foreign, uh, Foreign Press Association Young Journalist of the Year Award. Ansela has interviewed the likes of Christo Visser, founder of ShopRite and Steinhoff, Michelle LaRue, uh, founder of Capitec, and uh, legendary Richard Maponya. Outside of her journalism work, this United Nations Refugee Agency ambassador spends her time performing her duties as a World Economic Forum global shaper. She also co-runs a reusable sanitary pads company that keeps girls in school. What is it that she doesn't do? That is the question. Ansela, how are you doing? I'm all right, Fresh. How are you? Hearing all of that being said about you, do you ever wonder how you've managed to do so much in your young life? I actually think I should be doing more. <laughs> oh, flip. So you feel it's not enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough. I mean, I know people who do way more. So I wonder what I'm doing with the rest of my time. Watching yes. movies, I should stop doing that. <laughs> sure. Now, you're originally from Bulawayo. Yes, Zim, I am. And since you were born, you've only ever known one Zimbabwean president. Mm. How are you feeling right now? I am so excited. Yes. Uh, like I was in Harare when the marches were happening on Saturday. I could see the happiness. We were marching on the streets, uh, celebrating. Yes. It was already celebrations on Saturday. Yes. And people were not afraid anymore because I grew up in a country where you're afraid to be who you are, to mm. express your opinions, mm. uh, because you never know what the government would do to you. You don't know who's listening. You don't know who's listening. And my aunt will always tell me, be careful what you say, because their CIOs, like Mugabe has three, four people, everywhere all the time so you never know how did it make you feel that we sent a special envoy to mediate which what was essentially an internal party issue but when journalists disappear journalists are beaten up we don't intervene how did that make you feel it it broke my heart I mean, in 2008, I remember uh, Sadek saying there's no crisis in yes, Zimbabwe. Yes. In fact, and, Sa- in fact, Sadek are complicit yeah. in what's Zimbabwe right now. Yeah. And then when there is actually no crisis, <laughs> they send an envoy and say maybe there is a crisis. It was so peaceful on the streets from the day um, the soldiers took over. Yeah. So I don't understand what they were trying to do. But what I'm happy about is that what if they were trying not to uh, make sure that we get a new president they failed was it a coup i don't think it was a coup they say it wasn't but because i'm a journalist i'll stick to their story it wasn't a coup but it smells like it It (laughs) It smells like it It smells and looks like a really good coup no injuries it was like a brit it was like a british (laughs) coup it was proper we had tea yeah and we sat in the lounge at the state house and we all decided that this is the best thing to do even if you don't have much of a choice on the matter what do you think needs to happen next 
So him. my worry with Mnangagwa, we know that um, he's getting sworn in on Friday tomorrow. Sure. But my biggest worry is that he's been the huge, uh, he's played a huge part in what Zimbabwe is right now as yes. Mugabe's right hand man. Sure. So the biggest worry is is he going to change? So now my biggest hope is that he cares more about the legacy mm. that he as Mnangagwa is going to leave. Sure. So I'm hoping that he is taking this as an opportunity to say, you know, I want to go down the history books as the man who liberated Zimbabwe because I mean they've looted. He's got all the money in the yes. world, so he should just concentrate on rebuilding the okay, country. Okay, so the hope and prayer right now is that he's had a Damascus moment. Yes, definitely. And, 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 and is willing to be a different man then. And I hope so, because even his speech yesterday sure. um, showed that the war veterans, every, they're in conversation with uh, the old white farmers and the mm. new people trying to get investments. He's already talk, in talks with Britain, which we know Mugabe spoke that relationship. Sure. So hopefully it will get better. 6.56, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. We're chatting to Ansela Mangena from Forbes Africa. Earlier on, I was speaking with the, with the ladies on the show about the fact that surely because the first victim, in inverted commas, was Joyce Majuru, sh- shouldn't she be sworn in? And, and if she were president, how different would things turn out, in your opinion? Uh, in my personal opinion, and yes. not my professional one, my personal opinion, I don't think Joyce Majuru is the right person. Sure. Um, she has shown many times that maybe her backbone is still growing. Sure. So at this point, we need a strong leader, um, which to a certain extent, I think Mnangagwa's uh, ruthlessness mm. uh, serves that purpose a little bit. So sure. as long as he keeps um, his mind in the right place, in the, rebuilding the country mm. and the economy, sure. and he's, we, we've seen that he's strong, he's got the right friends. I mean, yeah. Philip, uh, for, for Chiwenga to do this for him, yes. it shows that he's got the right friends. Mujuri clearly didn't and sure. didn't have the support. Mm. And when Mnangagwa was fired, his letter was, I'll be back. And I remember, we're all laughing on social media, like, what does this mean? I'll How does this back. mean? Like, what does he know that we don't? And, and yesterday, people had placards saying, true to your word, you are back. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it shows how strong he is. And maybe that's what Zimbabwe needs. Finally, why are you mad about Africa and what are your dreams for Africa? I dream of, of an Africa that... I'll never leave because mm. no place is as green. Sure. A place where the different economies are truly growing, um, where young people are playing their part in that. Yeah. And that's why I made about Africa. At Forbes Africa, I do different lists and sure. I see what young people are doing. And it's a lot of work there. Have young people ever told you guys why they keep electing people that should be in retirement as their leaders when the rest of the world is electing young people with fresh ideas who actually are now concerned about the future and are not romanticizing the struggle, the revolution, the OAU, for argument's sake? Um, In Zimbabwe's case, they've been voting for other presidents other than Mugabe, but their votes didn't matter. Yes, yes. So that was taken away from them. And uh, uh, we see that maybe because we're a young continent mm. um, and we're still growing, even here in South Africa, I've got a few friends who are now supporting DA and they're saying, you know, we don't care about what NC did in the mm. struggle. Mm. So there is change that's coming, but it's going to be slow because we still feel and know what it was like to be uh, under the white rule. Sure. So it will take time. All right. From Forbes Africa. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks for waking up so early to hang out with us. Thank you for having me. And she wears African. Just putting it out there. It's time for the news at 7 1.